in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Blail Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want, if you to, get want to get with me, better make it fast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your fabulous host, Reg. And your less fabulous host, Dan. How's it you, going, Reg? You always put yourself down when there is never any reason to, sir. Well, I mean, I've got to compare myself to you, Reg. I know, but you are fabulous in your own ways. Oh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not less fabulous. That's Just... good. I, I, no, I, I like that. That's a, you, You're fabulous in your own way, generally. I don't think that's a good thing. I think that's like, you know, well, you know, I mean, you're clever in your own way. You're good looking in your own way. It's never a good a good end to a sentence, that, Reg. Unconventionally. Well, in my opinion, like I say, you are awesome. <laughs> and if it wasn't for us, if it wasn't for you, sorry, there wouldn't be in us. Ooh, so, that's true. That's so, very know, true. You are very fabulous yeah. in creating gold. I guess so. I guess so. And there ain't no slowing down, Reg. There ain't no slowing down. There's Lots going on. Yeah, stuff we'll talk about in a little bit, actually. So uh, get excited and stay tuned. Ooh, Ooh. I'm excited. You, you you know what it is. You'll go, oh, oh yeah, that. But, okay. you know, anyway. I'm still excited. Um, I, I hear that you've had a really exciting week and you've got loads you want to talk about, Reg. So uh, go on. Go, go for it. Okay, well, the first and foremost, um, <laughs> I just want to start this off by saying, yeah. It's, it's been the most fun tabulous week ever. All right. I mean, okay. uh, my, my car died. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was fun because we didn't talk about that. We need to car. So, um, so yeah. legs. Yeah, but my legs can't carry me and the family here, there, and everywhere. They've All got legs. I, I'd like to. I'd like you to say that to them. Okay. Just uh, um, unplug the, the headphones, Reg. Turn the speaker okay. off. I can't because Oliver's asleep, and if you wake him, he will murder you, or Ash will. Yeah, no, Ash, Ash will. Mm-hmm. So, Oliver's getting pretty good now at smacking people about. Awesome. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching lots of Prodigy music videos. Yes. Have you Have you seen the, um, someone did a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. After story, I've got a story, but yeah, go on. Okay. Someone did a version of the Smack My Bitch Up music video uh, featuring, a, I think it's a cat. It's it's almost like, it's either a cat or a dog, I forget. They've like put a, a pretending like they put a GoPro on the pet and the pet goes off and just wreaks havoc in the neighborhood and, and just, it's it's kind of messed up but very 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 funny uh, i'll see if i can find it and send it you and maybe a post it it might be a bit too risque for our uh, for our twitter and facebook people but it's, it's very funny one way to find out Dan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's our limits hey kids do you remember when when that video came out though <clears throat> i remember the song being number one and um they didn't play it on top of the pops did it get number one did it pretty sure it did I'm, I'm, it was definitely up there. I'm, I'm sure it was number one. And they, um, and like I said, I remember specifically something about them either not 
playing it or at least not putting the video on or anything like that uh, because it was, you know, quite risque. Right. Uh, well, obviously, yeah, but mm-hmm. that's that's crazy. Yeah. I'm how... just going to Google it. Smack my pitch up. Yeah, I've stupidly done it on the work laptop. <laughs> Probably not the best of ideas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where it reached, it reached over here. Number do, 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 do. number one in the dance charts yeah. and the singles uh-huh. chart, number eight. Ah, okay. Fair enough. That's awesome, though. Mm. It's a cracking tune. Truly a say. You can't beat old school dance. Like, 90s yeah. dance is the best dance. Yeah. I mean, I remember at the time, lots of cheesy Euro dance, which... At the time, you'd be, you, you, you know, I think distance and time and nostalgia has suddenly made it a bit more recently. Um, I say recently, I mean like in the last five to ten years since we got older, kind of okay. Stuff like the Rude Sandstorm and Dario G, and you know stuff like that. The really proper cheesy stuff that I probably didn't listen to at the time, but suddenly <laughs> if that if if I'm out, although I haven't been out in a long time, but if I'm out. In, out in the club um, and someone puts on something like that I am um, getting my glow sticks out but back in the nice. day I would have been like right Reg we're changing floors come on <laughs> see which is mad because those are the tunes I'm like yeah but they just they just remind me of playing like driving games and stuff like that's what mm, I, yeah, fair I enough. always go around doing it and... see, I, I would say more when I think of 90s slash early 2000s dance i would rather think of things like the prodigy and the chemical brothers and yeah. you know, stuff like that and then yeah, Robert and stuff like that. yeah exactly and but yeah it definitely as you get older and you get further away from that stuff you you start to almost respect it a little bit more mm. I, I remember seeing I, I saw dario g playing in um in, i can't what the name of the club was the oh the ritzy the Ritz, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Dario G were on, and basically it was just a bunch of people pretending to play the trumpets and stuff like that, and um, and a guy dancing around um in a brightly coloured suit. It wasn't right. great, but it was still like, hey, it's Dario G. <laughs> just like when you saw, um, what was it? What was that eighties band, seventies band? Oh, uh, oh my God, who were we backing dancers? Bonium. Only M, that's the one. <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I, I can literally put that on my IMDb back in Dancer for Boney M. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and I, and yeah. I shall. If ever I create an IMDb, which I can do because I've had multiple credits now. Just like I have co-directed Twin Forks music video on my CV, on my IMDb. Because they use some of my live footage from the interview we did with them. Oh, nice. You know, I remember that. No, I mean, you definitely knew that at the time. You've forgotten that. But you're probably, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they released a video which was about that. It was basically lots of footage of them on tour and stuff like that. And uh, at least two or three moments throughout the um, the music video were bits from my, well, from our interview, but from my footage that I'd shot while we were in the front row of them playing and put in with the interview. And it's the same. It's, the bands must feel like they are entitled to this stuff because both them and the bare naked ladies have just taken our footage and re-uploaded it as their own. Wait, wait. What? 
What did the Bare Naked Ladies use of ours? They took our uh, one-week sing-along video and they reposted yes, it. Yes, they, they did. Uploaded yeah. it onto their own Instagram, onto they, their own IGTV. They, they did do that. They yeah, did do that. There was all no of a sudden, skin, I had just like a song. I thought I had something like, oh my god, moments, and I'm like, shit, the Bare Ladies used our footage to do something, right? I, I mean. Technically, you have starred yeah. in a in a Benic Ladies music video because they posted it themselves. Uh, do, do, you, do you know what that is true? That is very true. Oh, so um, do, going slightly off topic, but remaining on topic of stupid things that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing the quiz this morning in work, mm-hmm. and um, this is where I show my age, right? Because it was my turn to do the quiz. The quiz completely unaware of it and i was like shit had to do like a very quick one while we talk about what we're doing in work today and i was like yeah yeah yeah, let's do this um and some of them were just simple ones like um who said this line and you get two points if it's like um if you get the character one point uh, two points if you get the character and the actual actor right uh, the films and stuff and the last one was wax on wax off right okay so you might have guessed the name of the character who said that, Dan. Okay. Who would you say? Well, said, on, I'm pretty sure that both Mr. Miyagi and uh, Danielson both said it, one quoting the other, right? Okay, so if you said Mr. Han or Jackie Chan. Okay. Would, would I, think- I would have been very wrong. Well, the thing is, you you are very right, and it is Mr. Miyagi, right? Okay, good. But then when the I was like, it's actually Mr. Miyagi, and I was like, who the fuck is Mr. Han? And the land of work was like, it's, it's the guy who teaches gremlins. No, no, no. It, it, oh, okay. He, so he was like, it's it's the guy that Jackie Chan plays who teaches the kid. So I'm creased up laughing, and like <laughs> fucking <laughs> Jackie Chan. And he's like. Oh, is it Bruce Lee? And I was like, Bruce fucking Lee in Karate Kid. And he was like, yeah, I was like, mate, he was dead like fucking years before that. And he was like, well, it's Jackie Chan then. I was like, mate, that A, that's either just you don't know who it is or B, you're being very racist right now by saying it's got to be an Asian night, so it's got to be Jackie Chan. And he was like, right. no, no, it's Jackie Chan. I'm getting where this is going. Is Is the character not called... Mr. Miyagi in the remake in the Jaden Smith so version. There was a remake. Yes. I was not aware that Jackie Chan played Mr. Han in a remake of the. They correct- renamed him. Is it? Is it not? Is it not a remake? Is it like set later on in the timeline or something? Is it just? It's a. It's a reboot. Like a, a fresh, like new take on it. So um, why did they rename the character? I, I, they, I think they renamed Jaden Smith as well. I think they just called Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. I, I don't know. I, I can't claim that one as fact. But he doesn't say wax on, wax off. He says jacket on, jacket off. What's, uh, what's even the point? The, like, if you're gonna, I get. If you're gonna remake a film, you want to make it your own thing, right? <laughs> Sorry, Ash just giggled profusely at the jacket off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, jacket off. What, what's that from? That's a comedy thing. That's jacket on, jacket off, jacket on, jacket off. I know you're not a young boy, but <laughs> oh yeah, don't, yeah, don't say that to a young boy. <laughs> oh, it's it's Mighty Boosh. Yeah, Don Jacket off. Yeah, but Jean-Claude Miss... Jacket. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, so, and, so and they use that in the Karate Kid. They use it in the Karate Kid. 
Um, but I was like, shit, does Mr. Murgy, is he played by Jackie Chan in the new one? And apparently he's like, he is all but namesake, apparently, Mr. Mr. Miyagi. Um, yeah. In it. But I was just no, like, absolutely. this is just, this is just insane. Um, and I, I couldn't, genuinely couldn't get my head around it at all. Um, I was trying to remember the name of the, well, the kid now, but I can't remember the name of the kid in, um, in the new version. I'm sorry, but yeah, there you go. That was a, an interesting fact that there was actually a um, a remake, and it was Jackie Chan. <laughs> I mean, I knew that much. I, knew I, that I, stuff. I must have completely forgot all about it. Because... <laughs> I, well, I, I've never seen it. I don't think I'm ever going to see it. But um, yeah, let me just. I'm just googling why was why did they rename Mr. Miyagi? But um, all I can see is someone saying it's not set in China. No, it's it's not. It's now set in China. Mr. Miyagi is now Mr. Han, um, and he's basically just the same character. Uh, yeah, weird. Very weird. Yeah, very very much so. But I just yeah, that that blew my mind. I genuinely thought he was taking the piss to begin with, uh, but when he was like, "No, I'm dead serious," I I, I was gone. I was literally gone. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it was a. Uh, to be honest, it took me. A, took, I mean, if if you listen back to this to, to the last five minutes of this podcast, it took me a while to realise that it wasn't someone being yeah. stupid. And the best thing is, so millennials. <laughs> I was. I've told you, haven't I, about the running joke we've got with the John Lennon? We talked about it on one of the pods. Um, uh, quiz. Um, so I did a one of the other quizzes I did was a a, a really bad celebrity tattoos, and you had to guess. The, the name of the the artist or the celebrity whoever it was with the bad tattoo okay and the michael jackson one was there it even had the initials mj underneath it and he was like oh it's john lennon so then it creased us laughing and now every single quiz someone has a john lennon question right in there um so i was like oh, i don't know what to do each one's got five like each round has five answers and like five questions um so i was like i'm just gonna do a picture quiz so I started the pitch quiz off with Yoko Ono, right? And then yeah. I was like, See, that's too funny. I'm just going to do the fucking Beatles now. So I, I did all the Beatles <laughs> <laughs> underneath it all. Um, and the question for the answer of question one was, who's Yoko Ono? Bono. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, I certain photos that I've seen of them both. I can almost see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> I don't think he thought it, I was being, it was like a serious photo. I think he thought, oh, it's Reg. This is going to be one of the stupid ones because the um, the front picture of it was a crap taxidermy lion, which yeah. is in like a Swedish castle. It's like mm-hmm. a proper famous one. Yes. Um, we definitely talked about that. I think on the yes. G.E.E.K. podcast, we had half <laughs> an episode where you were just laughing at, at bad taxidermy. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, so I put that picture up. So we just thought, oh, hang on a minute, right? These are going to be dodgy ones. And then I went through every single um, one. And the funniest out of all of them was he managed. He missed um, Yoko Ono, got mm-hmm. Ringo Starr, got Paul McCartney, got George Harrison. Could not get John Lennon. <laughs> he was like, I don't know who that I mean, one is. Could you not at that point? Surely you could see the pattern. Yeah. But it's just the one that I only did it for, that question. <laughs> it was like, I have no idea who it is. And I was like, I was so close to put a picture of Michael Jackson in it instead. 
but I thought, nah, I better change it and just keep it as that. But yeah, it's. I mean, I'm really, really happy that that you're spending your your uh, your valuable time on putting quizzes together for them, rather than actually working, which they seem to be working you to the bone. But eh, never mind. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, they didn't know I did it in work time, unless they listen to this podcast. But know. from what you told me, Reg, every time is work time. Yeah, true that. Double true. Anyway, yeah, sorry, you had is is that what you wanted to sidetrack back over to? Um, yeah, sorry, it just reminded me of some. I can't remember even how that sidetrack came about, but that just reminded me of something funny. <sighs> right. Um, <laughs> Oh, the other, the other one that made me chuckle. Sorry, I've just I've got the list of questions in front of me and okay. the answers. One, the other one. So I did like two picture rounds. So I did two guess the well either who sang it or who said it lines. Mm. Um, and I did the 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 music ones really really easy because I was really short of time, and I was like, I need something that they're easily going to get. So I'm just going to run through the um the who said it okay. so the first round is called whose line is it anyway right. so question one because all of the stars are fading away try not to worry you'll see them someday okay stop crying your heart out yep, yep. by oasis yeah yep girls who want boys who like boys to be girls <laughs> okay. who do boys like their girls and do girls like their boys always should be someone you really love yeah girls girls and boys so not Duran Duran? No. Not Pet Shop Boys? Nope. Not some shit boy band from the 80s? No, no. Right. None, none of the above. Those are the answers I got for that. Of course. Not one of, even when I said, they started doing it, I was like, you know what, just a bonus point, it was the rivals for Oasis. <laughs> and they were like, uh, don't know. And I was like, Park Life? Don't know. I was like, right, move on then. <laughs> um, so th- this is the one all of them got. The only one. If you want my future, forget my past. If you want if you to wanna get, with, get me, with me, better make it fast. Yeah. Of course they did. Who wouldn't? So, and just just in case people are uh, guessing you don't know, who was it, Dan? It's the Spice Girls. Correct. The only one I knew a thousand percent they wouldn't get, but I just needed to throw it in because of what the day is. Mm. Um, or should we kick its cunt in and watch as it dies from bleeding? <laughs> Put that in. <laughs> really? oh, yeah. I had to because okay. it was, obviously it's the, the anniversary yeah. of us losing Scott, so I was like, I need it's to just, throw it in. Yes, Fright and Rabbit that's, lyric. That's, yes, Fright and Rabbit, basically, <laughs> who are a, 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 an incredible uh, Scottish band. Just an incredible band, but just yeah. make a point that they're Scottish as well, very Scottish. Um, yes, and we've mentioned them a lot because Scott um, took his own life. What, when was it? Two, three years ago now? Three years ago. Three years. So there's his anniversary of that recently. Yeah. yeah. So it was, um, yeah. It's just a nice little, like, hey, let's have a funny moment related <laughs> to it um, by putting that in. Um, but then I I was sent them all the link to listen to it because I was like, yeah, it sounds fucking really lovely. And it's like, it is such a lovely song. So but, yeah, but as soon as you hear that there's a Scott singing it, you, <laughs> you're allowed to see work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it like, is, it would sound weird if it didn't have it. It is a lovely, lovely song. And they came back and were like, 
Yeah. And one of them actually went off and started listening to it and was like, yeah, I like the upbeat ones more. Um, the loneliness one, I was like, loneliness and the scream is a hell of a tune. And then we just started talking about Brian Rabbit for a bit. Um, but then, yes. Um, <laughs> the one that I thought was really easy one, no one got. Stop making the eyes at me and I'll stop making the eyes at you. Uh, Arctic Monkeys. Yeah. No one. I mean, that's that's a lot less of uh, a, a, a lot shorter line than you gave for any of the others, but but still. Uh, but yeah, any more it makes it extremely obvious. I was like, you know, what, I'm just gonna just gonna literally give them like a little, and uh, yeah, apparently it needed to be a lot more than just a little. <laughs> so that's shame. Um, but I've just sent you in the chat the uh, the picture of Bonner. <laughs> yes, yeah, I can almost see that. <laughs> Depends how big the picture was. If uh, you were showing that picture I over webcam on Zoom, then fair yeah. enough. I, I shared my content. So oh, okay. Well, no excuse then. <laughs> Definitely no excuse. But yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was my full-on entertainment for the day. Um, it was that. Um, and <laughs> uh, no, yeah, so the other one was I sent um, like another picture around, which was all just based on computer game characters, um, and they were all really easy ones to do. Um, so, and for the people obviously listening, they can't see what they are. The first picture um, was literally a worm wearing a spacesuit, holding a red blaster gun. Earthworm Jim. He rockets through the sky, Earthworm Jim. He's such a groovy guy. Yes. Yes. You are right. I and mean, even from a description, I got that. Exactly. The next one was a teenager wearing a brown leather jacket. Right. With a white T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, say no on his face. Um, and I got, oh, hang on. Is it that Shen Hui from uh, uh, a game based on bare naked ladies? Because I said, <laughs> as a clue, Andy, since you've only just joined us and you probably have no idea about the obsession. <laughs> and I was like, this is the one thing I truly adore. He's like, right, okay, it's got to be that then. So he tried. And yeah, everyone else was like, I have no idea. Apart from Mike, who's like, got all of these. Apart from the last one. Um, so obviously it was Ryo Azuki. It was, yeah. Yeah. Amazing one. So the the next one mm-hmm. um, is a a little kid in a blue metal outfit with a gun arm. Mm. It's Rockman. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and I say I will I will go with either of them. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I said, you know what? I'll even just take a nickname. Guess it off the the character. Like just see, say what you see, and Whoever I said that comes up with stupidly. the funniest thing. Um, so I got the blue bastard, um, and I got gun arm and dick face. Right. So I, I mean, gun get, arm is is close enough, I'd say. Yeah, I didn't get the blue bomber, unfortunately. No. <laughs> Which is a shame. The next one completely fucking stumped me. So I was just like, you know what? This, I, I said, just in case you haven't played the series. This is an extreme case of say what you right. see. Okay, yeah. So I sent him, um, I just sent down a picture of a guy that's got a 
triangle on his head. <laughs> and he's carrying a mm-hmm. big, big whopping weapon. I mean, essentially, it's Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, who is. is one of the most terrifying things in Reg's eyes. Yeah. Um, so when I said say what you see, I got triangle head. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's good enough. I mean, And I've... I was like, well, what's the 3D equivalent of a, a triangle? What would you, what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And I got, I don't know, triangle muscle head. And I was like, no, it's just, can you just say pyramid head and get it over with? <laughs> and only one of them got it, which was Mike, <laughs> who obviously got all of them. Yeah, um, apart from Apart from this one, because I thought I'd throw in a cheeky one, just to Mike couldn't get full points. Um, so this one is an old school game on the Mega Drive that had an elephant as its main character. An elephant platform game? I have no idea. And the, well, the the tease I gave them, or the hint I gave them, was it's also the name of a chocolate treat. Uh, Twix, Mars, Toffee Crisp, Yorkie. Um, I have no idea. Rolo. It's Rolo. Okay. Rolo yeah. to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Have you not played this either? Is, nope. is Rolo to the rescue one of the most underrated gems Didn't... of all time? That the, those words together ring a bell, but I definitely don't know it. Roller to the Rescue was incredible, mm. and you really need to get your your hands on it. It's basically all his um all of his friends. I think it was all their friends get kidnapped. Right. Um, I, I wanted to say ran away from the circus, but that's obviously not not true. That's just a massive lie. Um, but yeah, so basically he's got to go and save like all his friends. Um, and then once you rescue his friends, you can then play as his friend instead, and they'll just trail behind you um, and ride around. And it was it was just awesome. It was genuinely such a fun kiddie platform, mm. but at some point, it did get quite hard. <laughs> no, they, they, they go from the circus because uh, the, the the final boss is defeating the ringmaster. So yeah, it was. Ah, oh, bless him. Mm. Well, awesome. I've been I've been looking into getting one of these um, retro handheld consoles. There's a whole bunch of them that sort of come out in the last year that look pretty good because, um, you know, just the amount of games that I would love to be able to just play on the go, even anything up to, like, Dreamcast games, these will play. Mm. Um, Have you heard of, obviously, there's, like, Retroid that have been doing these consoles for a while. Uh, Retroid Pocket 2 came out last year, and there's a company called Abernick that to do a whole range of them like some that are game boy like old classic game boy shaped some that are more look like um you know i don't know more like a vita or something like that and it's amazing what they can do nowadays like they are so 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 much more advanced than anything mm. even like compared to the vita they just they look fab yeah they're only about 80 80 quid 100 quid they're you know give or take I would love them. Like once, when the whole announcement of the Vita thing came out uh, about them not being, you're not being able to buy any more games. Although that's that decision's been reversed now. Sure. Um, I started having to look into, you know, right, what can I do with it? Can I? Is there any way of hacking it? It's it's very complicated. Whereas one of these machines, yeah, as long I mean, as long as you own the game, which most of the games I would want to play, I do like to be able to play Skies of Arcadia. Sat there on a on a little yeah. handhold, something like that. I would love. 
Yeah, and I, I must and, admit, that'd be awesome to play yeah. on, on the go. Even like, I, I was looking at the, um, what's it called, the Evercade, mm. which is a, a fully licensed official retro handheld, um, like to the point where you can buy it in Argos, you know, in an actual legitimate shop. You, you, you buy cartridges, and those cartridges have between like two and ten games and they are proper games that are licensed from like they've got you can buy uh, an atari lynx cartridge which has got about five uh, atari lynx games um <laughs> and again they have properly paid and licensed them they're only about sort of between 10 and 15 quid for the cartridges as well for a handful of games so so not not bad i mean fair enough you buy one of these other consoles you just you can download your games and you could have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them for nothing if you don't mind being illegal um unless you own yeah. them of course but you know as a as a proper throwback handheld console that you can slot a game into it's pretty good for that much yeah that's great mm, to be fair yeah. still have the one that shell bought me for christmas which is just so awful it's amazing um, I did. Yes. I have mentioned it on the pod. Yes, I need yes. to bring. Now we're uh, from from Monday. We'll be allowed to actually properly meet up. No, oh, not yeah. fully out of the woods, but I think there's a you know, restaurants are open. I think you're allowed in people's houses now. I heard you're allowed to hug people. Oh wow! I don't know whether that's true, but anyway, yes, I'll have to bring it around. You can have a good play because some of the games are just ingenious, absolutely amazing. Um, but. In terms of things opening back up from Monday, um, I, I'm looking forward to going to the cinema, right? Because mm. there are a whole bunch of films that uh, have come out that have gone straight to straight to streaming or they've been released on DVD or Blu-ray or whatnot. And, and I'm hoping that they would show, show their faces in the cinemas. Things like Godzilla vs. Kong, um, Mortal Kombat, I'm quite happy to go and see. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, you know, yes. any any of these ones like that. Especially, I think I want to go and see in the cinema. Godzilla vs Kong, however average I've heard it is, still I still want to go. I just want to go in the cinema. You know what I mean? Uh, even that the new Saw film, what's it called? Jigsaw, is it? Um, oh, um, pretty bit of a spiral. Spiral, that's it. Um, even that looks quite intriguing because yeah, while yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Saw films, they, don't know, it, it, I've heard it's different enough that it, it it's pretty good. So even that, I'm looking forward to to going to see. Um, but so I thought only about an hour before I did a podcast, I went to have a look at what my local cinema is showing, uh, and what my not quite so local but much bigger, um, I'm much more likely to be showing lots of good films. Um, is going to be showing so um, I've got a view that's just down the road from me but it's only about I think it's about eight screens and all pretty small and it's pretty quiet and everything's a fiver um, they are showing Godzilla vs Kong on Monday when the place opens they are showing it once at five o'clock <clears throat> then they're not showing it on Tuesday then they're showing it on Wednesday at eight o'clock and that is it oh, they wow. are not showing that film at all other than those two times what they are showing is Lord of the Rings. They are showing Titanic. They are showing Star Wars and A New Hope. They are showing, you know, still all these old films. They've still got all these old films. They're not showing Mortal Kombat. They are showing Peter Rabbit on every single screen. There's about 40 showings of Peter Rabbit every day. 
Like they're quite happy to do that. Um, I looked at the the big cinema, so um, at Cheshire Oaks, which is a big retail park. Um, there is a, a huge cinema there, um, and that's probably the the biggest, most popular one in our area. That most people, most most films show up there. It's got an IMAX screen. Um, they're not showing Mortal Kombat. They're not even showing Godzilla vs Kong. They are showing Peter Rabbit. They are showing Lord of the Rings. They're showing again all these films that I don't really want to want to bother no. with um when you check on the view website there are some cinemas showing mortal Kombat, <laughs> and there are some showing godzilla vs kong but it's about i mean there's mortal Kombat. there's only about 20 out of i think you've got about 80 cinemas uk wide wow. which says to me i remember when it got announced that warner brothers films were going to uh streaming they were just going to skip the cinema mm. and a lot of the cinemas at least in the states went forget that well we're not going to show your films then unless you you know let you do something about it so i wonder if it's anything to do with that like why would they only show godzilla versus kong once <laughs> and why would they not show it in the big cinema I don't know where they can make bank. Why are they doing that? Just, it seems really good. odd. Very, very, very odd. Especially when you look at how well that film did in the States. And and I guarantee, you know, that is... If you want to go back to the cinema for the first time in months, if not in, in, a, in a year for some people, you do not want to go and watch Peter Rabbit 2. Right? Yeah. Okay, I'm sure kids will. Because I, I, if we got kids' holidays coming up soon, I know we've got we've got yeah. half term. have so fair enough but most people i think i feel like if that film if something like godzilla vs kong or mortal kombat were there were showing people would rush it and they're not it just sounds feels really odd to me but i don't know very very strange yeah no i mean massively in complete agreement with you because like you said you know there's certain films i'll be like oh yeah really want to go and see that but after waiting so long yeah. Why would you want to go to the pictures to go see a film that you could probably could have watched a thousand times during fucking the three last three lockdowns? Makes exactly. no sense. Exactly. And I still, you know, however much I might want to see something like Godzilla vs. Kong, I don't want to watch it on my 43-inch TV. I also don't want to spend 15 quid on renting it for two days, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe I'm going at five o'clock on Monday, we'll see. Um, and there's an even bigger center in Liverpool, right in the center of Liverpool, and that's not showing any of them. So I feel like maybe Odeon have decided they're not, they're just not bothering with any of the WB films. And the Dis- and even, like I say, even Raya and the Last Dragon, nowhere showing that from what I can see. That's weird. It seems, it seems very odd. Would have well thought. Yeah. And and, and 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 another thing while on the subject of that, I don't understand Disney's um, sort of they they released Mulan straight to, to streaming, but you had to pay whatever it was, 25 quid, right? Mm. Then they released Disney Pixar Soul, which pretty much is, is a, you know, Mulan was a bit touch and go on whether it's going to be a success or not. A Pixar film is almost guaranteed, right? I don't think they've ever had an actual big proper flop. Like, the good dinosaur i know didn't quite perform well as a lot but it it was far from a flop yet they put that straight onto streaming for free uh, and now they they're obviously they've released um raya and the last dragon as a premium uh premium streaming thing again so for 25 pounds 
And then in a month, they're bringing out the new pic- Disney Pixar film, uh, Luca, straight onto streaming for free. Like, are they, are they punished um, Pixar or something? I and think like, it is yeah, something like that, isn't it, where the, the, the Pixar brand should be able to just live on and just be like, yeah, you know what, we definitely need to go see this new Pixar film. It's not yeah. like, you know, oh, we definitely need to watch this new Disney film. It's, it's, it's absolutely crazy how it is Disney Pixar, and I think they, every single person knows it's Disney Pixar. Yeah, so you it's know it's Pixar, silly. but you also know that it's Disney. You know what I mean? You, you, it, they're definitely looked at as both Disney and Pixar films. Yeah, one in the same, one hundred percent. So I don't quite understand. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very, very happy that I got to watch Soul for free, and I'm going to get to watch um, Luca for free as well. Um, mm. You know, brilliant. Because I, I definitely wouldn't spend, like, however much I love Pixar films, I would not be spending 25 quid to, to premium rent it or whatever, premium own it. Oh, God. Um, so, brilliant. I just don't quite understand the what what the deal is on how they've decided, right, okay, the Disney films are going straight on. And um, isn't um, Black Widow's going both, isn't it? It's going to be yes. released at the cinemas, but it's also going on to premium streaming. Fair enough, I get that. That makes sense, you know. They've they they're gonna do both. And that is the sort of film that a lot of people are gonna want to go and watch at the cinema, but then they're probably also gonna wanna rent so they can watch it again and again and again. Mm. That wouldn't surprise but, hmm, we'll see. Yeah, yeah sorry, I was just it's yeah, definitely one I'm not wanting to rent and rent and rent and rent. I've got no interest no, in watching Black Widow. Absolutely, but you know that will be a lot of people out there that will. Oh yeah, a thousand percent, mate. A thousand percent. Like, I don't think there's a uh, a Marvel film in the last, well, probably in the last three or four years, probably longer, that I haven't seen twice at the cinema. I mean, generally because I'll go and see it on the day it comes out, and I'll quite happily go and watch it with someone else when they're like, "Oh, I really want to see that. Why didn't you say me?" Okay, well, let's go. Yeah. You know, I'm quite happy to. Watch. There's not been a single one that I've gone, "Oh, that was so bad. I don't want to watch it again." Even even Black Panther. I was like, yeah, fine. Let's go and watch it again. You know, I might like like it more the second time. So and, and did you? <laughs> um, no, probably not. No, but no. Yeah. I don't know. But um, speaking of films that are coming out soon, um, uh, today there was. So this is again this recorded on Monday. Today they released the first trailer for Venom Two. Let there be carnage. Um, uh, yeah. The first thing is I. I can't remember what the original plan was for Venom Two and um, oh, what's the what's the vampire one? Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Morbius, the living vampire. What, what was the like? With which was supposed to come first? Because obviously, in was it October, September, something like that? We got a trailer for Morbius. Yeah. But venom trailer was a long way off so i almost feel like that was supposed to come first right yeah i think venom 2 is the one that's that should be next i think they've kept it in the order that they were doing so why was the trailer for morbius released last year at the end of last year i think it just wants to show you something that's like hey look we are doing something fresh and different okay oh good i think Mm. I mean, I I might be off my pickle, but I'm pretty sure Don't. that is the uh, that's the right thing. Fair enough. It just seemed seemed a little odd. I was I was curious why 
you know, suddenly we now we've got the trailer for Venom and that's coming out in September, yet Morbius has, has gone back to 2022. Yeah. No, it's, it's a weird one. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's a, there's half a podcast of me and you talking about Venom and how we thought it was a bit poor. Mm. <laughs> but it nicely it was like a, a sort of someone trying to make a, a 90s action film nowadays it was just really cheesy and bad and just not not good really not good um again it's one of the, these things whenever i see a trailer i it kind of makes it look a little bit promising but i almost know it won't be i just don't i don't think i'm a fan of tom hardy and I know that's probably controversial because everyone thinks he's amazing. He's one of these people that throws himself into a role. Sometimes I get it. Things like um, uh, the what was the uh, the Revenant? Very good in that. Um, in yeah, I don't know. I can't even think of that many films to be honest. The only I, one that I really like him in is um, Legend. All right, the when he's the craze. Yeah, when he plays the Craig I've not Wins. seen that. I just feel he he sort of overacts. His characters are all a bit caricatured. Yeah. Um, so it, it, at least in in this, you know, he's this sort of streetwise like New Yorker, and he just it, it felt really over the top to me. Um, and it doesn't look like that that's changed at all. At the same time, I I know I'm sure he puts an awful lot of effort into preparing for the big proper. I'm going to win an Oscar style roles. <laughs> and he has his paycheck movies like venom and venom 2 so i I totally get that um yeah so i think that's part of the problem the other part is i don't find the like they they're trying to play the character of venom really like with a lot of humor like how he's this you know he's this crazy voice in his head and it just doesn't work like I, i think i prefer the spider man 3 version which says an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of the trailer, it kind of looks interesting. You know, I, I, I like the look of Carnage, even though it does look like a bit of a CGI mess. Um, yeah, it looks like a massive CGI mess. Yeah, not a bit. <laughs> it's one of those where it's probably early days. Um, I'm glad they've changed Woody Harrison's wig because remember the end credit scene at, at the end? Yeah. Of the Just got this Chucky Finster from the Rugrats uh, haircut just looks so bad so that's gone fortunately um it looks like shrieks in it um who is well she's another another venom um villain um although they're not really showing much of her but you can kind of tell it's it's her um yeah next to to that i I, what i'm curious of is whether it's it is actually part of the spider verse Mm. you know because that was originally what they were when they released the first Venom. It was supposed to be right. <clears throat> yeah, apparently so. Apparently but the so. fact that obviously Spider-Man is part of now uh, the MCU is it still joining up with that? Uh, I think I, it. I think isn't it now part of the the Spider Verse that doesn't include Spider-Man? So is it the the villain verse or whatever they called it where yeah, it's like they were gonna six, do six and six. black cat oh, yeah. and sable and yeah that. so i think it's i think he's part of that although they do did you see the easter egg 
think that or the tease that it might be set in the MCU and the trailer with it being the the Avengers on the newspaper. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's a section where the, the detectives reading the Daily Bugle. I mean, the first thing is the Daily Bugle logo is the same as the one they use in um in the Sam Raimi trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not the ones that we've seen in um, any of the any of the recent ones. So, yeah, that's so that's obviously maybe big. this takes place in the uh, in the multiverse. Possibly, possibly. Dr. I mean, gonna... well, this is just it. It's probably all gonna that whole thing is all gonna make sense when um, when the next uh, what's it called, Far From Home, comes out. Um, so is it No Way Home? No Way Home, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Far From Home was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Possibly, but yeah, the the newspaper when he sort of flicks over to the next page, you can see part of Avenger. So it looks like he's reading an article about the Avengers, which yeah, don't know. It's a, it's a long stretch, isn't it? I don't know how I that, feel about that. Yeah, I, honest, I, feel, but... I feel like it's just Sony um, going. Oh, let's put in loads of little Easter eggs. This will make our film a lot more popular. Yeah, you know what? That genuinely wouldn't surprise me. Like, like we talked, I think when we were when we were sort of on our watch our watch through of um, WandaVision, we kept saying about how you know everything that Marvel does is definitely for a reason. They know exactly what they're doing. Every Easter egg is there, uh, and it's got a point. I feel like Sony's the complete opposite, and they're just like none of this matters. But let's just throw all of these in. Look, everyone's going to be the Reddit is going to go crazy about this. Yeah, and they probably already have. Oh. That's it. I think they, they they know what they're doing, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's in in the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, in the massively wrong way. Yeah, but also it it just if it is a sort of a a, a spider universe that doesn't include Spider Man, that just seems really odd. Pointless. Like, yeah. Because we're getting there's there's a Spider Woman film coming as well, isn't there? Oh God, really? And it just yeah and. I don't know. Some of these characters just don't make sense existing without Spider-Man in the first place. It's just because you know it's Spider-Man. It's just it is Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? It's just it. If it, it's he's the the original, and I don't understand how you can have any of the other things without, like you know, Spider Gwen doesn't make any sense without having Spider-Man. No, nope. that is very it's, true. So I don't know. Good point. Mm. We'll um, see. No, maybe it, it might uh, tie in with with uh, the actual Spider Verse animated thing. They might try uh, and tie that in somehow. Um, and, and, a, a little aside: Have you seen? Um, it's from the same sort of uh, directors and producers and animation team. Um, this film that's gone on straight onto Netflix uh, called the Mar. Uh, what's the, Marshall Mitchell, versus the machine. Mitchell versus the machine. No, yeah. everyone keeps raving about this on the dad pages, saying you got to yeah. watch. Well, it's it's one of those films that I can absolutely see why kids would love it, but it's it's also really entertaining for adults. It's just it's done very very well. It's a bit overdone in the whole. If you've seen the trailer, there's a it's a lot of sort of filled with meme jokes because it's a, mainly about this girl um, going to college and. It, it, she's lost lost touch with her dad you know she hates him for whatever reason so he decides he's gonna him and the family are gonna drive her to college across the other side of the country um and there's lots of 
like almost like um scrub style um moments where you know you're in her head and she's showing what she's thinking and it's a lot of internet memes and things like that and that's a little bit played out but other than that it, it's really good really entertaining animation looks great because it is it's proper spider-verse style lots of oh, call outs nice. and you know and the sort of it's almost cell shaded in, in in the way it looks um but it was originally it was called connected and if you i don't know whether you know anything about the film if you're going to watch a trailer look for the trailer for connected like the original trailer that came out because i remember watching that it was on trending and i thought oh what's this let's see another it says from the makers of spider-verse okay should be good and it's it just takes this wild like left turn about halfway through the trailer looks like it's this film about this family road trip and the family bonding and stuff and then suddenly something happens well the versus machines happen from the new the new right. um, title and it, but it's the trailer makes it look like it's completely out of the blue and it, it has no place in it but in the actual film it works really well it, it sort of brings it in gradually as it's going um but yeah really good anyway but yeah that was an aside um the the, uh, the last thing when i was watching the venom trailer all i could hear when venom was talking was cookie monster <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't I don't know it, it feels like I was curious who the voice was now Andy Serkis is the director of the film so I was like oh well do you know what that would make sense maybe it's Andy Serkis doing the, the voice but no well well okay yeah there's, there's an aside to that I thought who have they got doing the voice but then I googled it and no it's actually Tom of course it's Tom Hardy because it's the voice in his head isn't it but it's just yeah, an, that makes sense yeah exactly but it's just another um you know, example of him just sort of phoning it in, I think, because it's really over the top. Yeah, um, I I thought when the trailer first started, I thought the the inside head voice, the Venom yeah. voice, I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger or someone trying to do an Arnie impression when right. he's singing, because it really, to me, sounded like it. Um, but yeah, now you said Cookie Monster, I'm just like. I'm just trying to get so it's good like it. I say either, you say either, I say neither, and I say neither. Yeah, it does sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but now later on the film when he starts talking, like when he's going to talk about the um the clerk yeah. in the shop. And he's like, I'm gonna eat her. Or is it okay to eat her? And he's like, No, you can't eat her. It really sounds like Cookie Monster. I know. <laughs> The chocolate delivery hasn't arrived yet. Yes! We had a deal. What's going to happen? You're going to stop protecting me? I am happy to eat, Mrs. Chet. No, no, you cannot eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just Cookie Monster. Oh, yeah. dear. Hold Not on. Good. Hold on. Oh, go away, Elon Musk advert. I'm not going <laughs> to of your book. Yes, it is the same voice. Yeah, I honestly thought you were just going to have a clip of someone already um, sorted out so you could see him as the voice then. No, but maybe that is what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> that is my day sorted. Thank you very much. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
sorry, the, the the advert that came up was an audible advert that was um, saying, hey, download Elon Musk's book. Um, <laughs> have you heard everything that happened about Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live? I have not heard a thing. So, you know, Elon Musk, a few months back, started tweeting about Dogecoin, right? Yes. And Dogecoin then slowly started going up. And, and um, Tesla have invested in both Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Like he yeah. put some ridiculous amount into, into obviously nothing to him, um, into Dogecoin. Um, and recently Doge had a big, a, a big jump. Like it's up to about, well, from, from a fraction of a penny, it's up to, a, it's not anymore, but it was up to about 60 cents. Um, and he got announced as being on uh, Saturday Night Live. And he also then tweeted out a picture of him, his face on the Doge character saying uh, Saturday Night Live next Saturday, uh, look like look out for the Doge father or something like that. So one of the sketches, everyone's just like, oh, he's going to just he's going to be going on about Doge. He's going to talk about it in, in the opening monologue and everything. Everyone get ready. Crypto is going to have a big, massive night. Um, and yeah, he mentioned it, I think, two or three times in really like jokey ways in terms of saying that it was just a meme and it was just stupid. Um, and yes, he's made loads of money off it. And the next day it went down by about 40%. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's down to about 30. I think it's down to about 35 cents. Uh, the last time I checked hmm. might be a little bit, a little bit more than that, but yeah, it went down quite a lot. <laughs> I bet Sean's <laughs> but, gutted. <laughs> yeah. I think he's money. He, he's got his money out of that. Although, I I don't I don't want to go on about talking about crypto apart from one thing um in the let me see I, he, there's there's one that both me and him have both invested in um and I was saying to him because it had it had a fairly good a good day uh, last week and I was talking to him about it and he sent me a screenshot of his like portfolio what he's got and he has invested in a cryptocurrency that is called okay get ready for it reg it's called cum rocket um okay did you cum rocket cum rocket right mm-hmm. um, interesting and the you know obviously everything's got the each coin has got a name so you have you know Jeffrey. X amount of no, like you know, you, a bit Bitcoin. It's it's measured in in coins, um, yeah. you know things like that. It's it's or you know tokens or whatever. The coins that Come Rocket comes in are called Cummies. Why would you invest in that? Right. Did you so, just see the name and go? That's no, got to be something as a joke. Because think about what has generally been behind a lot of um, big technological advancements. What industry has embraced technology to move its its uh, its platform forward? What has been behind, like, why have certain things succeeded and certain things not? So think about VHS, VHS and Betamax. Um, think about DVD, uh, sorry, Blu-ray and HD DVD. Okay, so the porn industry got behind Blu-ray and not HD DVD. They got behind VHS and not Betamax. So 
this apparently is the um the cryptocurrency of the porn industry in that people don't want to have um porn sites showing up on their credit card bills so you'll be able to buy access to websites using a cryptocurrency which is totally untraceable um it won't show up on anything you know so they've got behind this one thing and they're trying to get the um this cryptocurrency um usable in these different on these different websites um so because of that that means that it 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 has it's got a point which a lot of cryptocurrencies just don't you know if you can't spend anywhere what's the point (laughs) almost you know what i mean it's just an investment for an investment's sake i I get it it's just i would never want (laughs) no (laughs) imagine going like going around to your parents or whatever. Yeah, and like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's what you've been up to. Oh, just like, invested I, in this, this fantastic currency. Yeah. What's it called? Well, come rock it. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I just, I really, I really want it to take off though, because, you know, there's all these people walking around going, yeah, oh, I just made a fortune on Doge or I made like, you know, £100,000 on Bitcoin. He's going to be there. He's going to be driving around in his pink Lambo. And people are going to be like, oh, where'd you get that from? Oh, I, I, I made a load on crypto. Oh, what was it? Bitcoin, Ethereum, Doge, come rock it. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why your your number plate says come rock it on it. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just. I really wanted him to come on the podcast today because I wanted to ask him about this. I wanted him to explain it himself. <laughs> but from, from what I understand, that is the, the rationale behind. And I, do you know, I totally get it. It makes it from what you say, like it yeah, it does make I sense in a way. But as an investment, it makes sense. But as a do you wanna I don't know, I just no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> if I had like a spare five hundred quid to invest, yeah. I that wouldn't be the one that I'd be like, Oh, you know what I'm gonna invest in come rocket. Yeah. No. It's because I wouldn't want to go around to people and say, oh, yeah, I've invested in... Because, like, admittedly, a few years back, I probably would have done because it was funny name. But now I've got my sort of, like, adult head on. I can't I can't go, yeah. to like, have a look at a mortgage or something and be like, right, okay, so let's just have a lucky statement. Right, okay, so you, um, I see you've got an account with Comrocket? Like, yeah, I can explain. It's just it's so awkward. Mm-hmm. So awkward. But it's like to be fair though, I didn't think Dogecoin was going to take off the way it did because it's a fucking internet meme dog. Yet all of a sudden, yeah, that went mental and has made sure Sean could get a fucking um, bathroom and kitchen and pay off his Tesla and sit around masturbating on one pound coins. So it's fair know, enough. Yeah. Mental in it, bless him. He's one of the fortunate ones that has the spare cash to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Ah. <sighs> Well, anyway, that's that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we um, mentioned way, way, way earlier in this podcast that um, we may have something to talk about in terms of new-ish podcasts. Mm. Um, and we kind of do in that we are having to hit pause on um, Nerdo D&D, the Blailful Bail Flow Chronicles Such for a little bit. Such an awkward time. Such an awkward It's a time. very awkward time because uh, if I remember right, both you and Dave are both unconscious and about to die. Yes. That's where we had um, to pause it. it. Was, 
it was down to Sean if he was going to help me up or not yeah, because you were going to help Dave up. And yes, Sean well, obviously hates me with a passion, so I'm like, is he going to save me or not? Just, just buy him a couple of cum rockets and he'll, he'll, he'll forgive you. How much is a cum rocket? Um, a cum rocket currently. I don't want to Google it. <laughs> See, I can't. I'm on the work laptop. If I Google that, I will be sacked. Okay, I'm going to go on to uh, Incognito first. <laughs> Um, where are we? Let's go on coin market cap. It is thirteen cents per per cummy. Right. <laughs> oh dear. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. There you go. Throw him a couple of them. He'd be he'd be happy. Yeah. Why not? But yeah. sorry. Anyway, you were. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so um, yeah, we've had to hit pause on that um, because um, one of us um, can't just can't play currently. So we are we were wondering what to do because we we've been really enjoying it and we don't really want to sort of uh, not have have a game to play and also not have a, a sort of a just have a podcast missing. So we thought, well, what can we do? Can we do a little side story maybe? Can we do something different? Maybe, like I'd heard lots about sort of themed Dungeons & Dragons games like Star the Star Wars ones. We talked a while back about the Pokemon one. And um, Doddy, our Dungeon Master, mentioned a while back uh, about an alien-themed um, one, which sounded very, very intriguing. Uh, uh, so we sort of said to him what you fancy doing and he was like right that let's do it so at some point hopefully hopefully this friday i don't know it depends on whether we can get together on wednesday to start recording but we will have uh probably a three four five episode um sort of arc of an an alien uh dungeon and dragons story so alien as in yeah, the film I, series I, it's alien, not a it's not a D and D game, just to no, no. Throw it's, people it's out a, there. So it's, it's a, a yeah, stuff. it's a role playing alien RPG game. Yeah. Um, it. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. We've all got pre pre planned characters and quests to do, I think. Yeah. Um, and then when one character dies, you just take on the role of a new character. So there's not like, oh no, you can't carry this. Like, just take on a new guy, roll yeah. with him, do all that different Which stats, all different sense, things. Because. I know from watching the films and also playing Alien Isolation that people die very often. Yes. Well, I was curious. That was my first question. Like, it's either going to be very unrealistic if you keep sort of winning against a xenomorph or it's going to be very realistic that you keep dying, but then what happens? So it sounds very interesting that you die and then you come back and you're a whole other character. So everyone gets to keep playing. But I guess there's a finite number of characters, though, by the end. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm not sure I haven't properly put too much into it. Yeah, but that's what we're going to do. So it'll appear in the Nerdo D&D feed. Um, we might put one episode up in, in this feed as well if you want to have a listen or skip you're very welcome to um, but when we come back so I don't know whether people have heard the big news but everyone's favourite actor um, and chaos theory specialist Jeff Goldblum he's announced that he's going to be featuring on a, a pretty famous Dungeons <laughs> Dragons podcast yes now I mean, you've kept this quiet 
we we haven't talked about this uh, you know this has been a a long time coming we've worked very hard for this but yeah it's uh we're very excited to announce that jeff goldblum is um it, it, he's not going to be on nerdo dnd he's going to be on some other Dungeons and dragons podcast called dark dice How yeah, dare. it has like a, a live orchestra that plays alongside them and all sorts yeah well i do that i put i, I put sound effects in i could put music in if you wanted Nice. But, I think we we do need some battle music when we go to battle. Yeah. Well, yeah, it just the the amount of time we spend in battle because we are very slow at it. I tried it and it just got a bit boring <laughs> because it was just the same music looping over and over and over again. So I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Makes sense. But we are getting better, and I think I'm going to start when we when we come back if Sean does res me. I think I'm going to start playing Frank Bunty as a proper character. Like I might have a might have a voice and some weird fun things. Right, okay. It's just the uh, it's just the awakening from inside the. Uh, okay, because well, so, me and Dave are the only ones with sort of voices at the moment. I mean, granted, mine is stolen from the actual person that my character is based on. Yeah. Also, um, if you don't watch Line of Duty, so this won't surprise you or bother you in the slightest. Okay, no right. spoilers, though, right? No, it's, it's it's not a spoiler in the slightest. But I was watching um, Line of Duty, and one of the guys in it, Steve Arnott, who's one of the, the main characters, if not like the main character dude, <coughs> uh, in it is a proper cockney geezer, like South London all the way through. Um, and then I watched him on, I think it was a Jonathan Ross show or some some chat show. And he's, he's the most Scottish person in the world. Like, just it's really Scottish. And I would not hazard a guess. Wow. Like, you would never have believed it. And um, it's literally just, just go on to um, onto YouTube and just watch it. It's, it's so broad <laughs> Scottish. It makes no sense how I didn't guess that. And why he wasn't allowed to be Scottish because they don't give a location as to like where it's based. They said they can't due to like legal reasons in case you know the police start getting shit for like stuff that happens around the area and that sort of bollocks. Okay. So they don't ever give a location as to whereabouts it's currently based. Um, so it just made it really bizarre how he was like, yeah, okay, so you, you can't talk Scottish. It's very easy to understand. It's not like you got to like proper hard to hear to understand him. But it completely blew me away and I'm like that's interesting like mm. that's very bizarre so I wonder when he sings I wonder if he sings with a Scottish accent or an English accent it, it, it either goes Scottish accent or, or American, American accent. yeah yeah and he does live in the Las Vegas now apparently because he's he's rolling in it oh, okay um, so I might have a little googs and find out because stupid things like that annoy me at night and I can't sleep and it just makes me wonder <laughs> So. Fair enough. Did you also know um, that Judy Dench is uh, is a Dungeons and Dragons DM for a grandkids? That's awesome. She, um, I, I read this ages ago, and I wanted to talk about it ages ago, and I just forgot. But when I wanted to bring up the um, uh, the Jeff Goldblum thing, I was like, you know what? I, I need to talk about that as well. Yeah, she was um, when she was filming Chronicles of Riddick. Um, Vin Diesel got her playing Dungeons and Dragons, and she liked it so much that she started DMing for her grandkids. 
not quality. Absolutely. And there's another, just while we're spewing out other D&D things for people to listen to that aren't ours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she really does need to podcast it. That would be brilliant. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, there's one that um, it's got like a load of random celebrity people in it. Um, but it's, I can't remember what the name of it, but it's, it's all puppets. Um, so they sit around the table and they actually like play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. But then whenever like, they go to a shop or they start a combat or something like that. It cuts to puppet versions of them nice. um, playing it. And it's actually quite entertaining. Um, in it, I watched like two of them and I was like, yeah, that's quite good. But then I was like, yeah, because I'm up to date now on Critical Role, like completely season one and two. I've managed to like, get through like oh. over a thousand episodes, like hours yeah. enough of Critical Role. It's the perks of working from home is the fact that people aren't like, fucking hell, can you put something else on? This is boring. I'm like, yeah, no one's in the house, so I'll just have that on while I work. And it's like, oh, God, stop playing Nicky Ladies again, but I'm something fucking different. <laughs> All right, Fry and Rabbit. Yeah, so I'll put Fry and yeah. Rabbit on. And I'll have to censor that one line. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's worth it. So, and Crick Corral's worth it. I'm just gonna start naming D and D podcasts. <laughs> just like oh, I want to listen to this one and this one and this one and this one. <laughs> just while we're on the break. <laughs> but no, I shan't. I shan't. And I completely understand if that's all of that gets cut. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's it's the end of the podcast. No one listens this far. Fair enough. So just quickly then, mm-hmm. one more, one more, one more. I think. Um, so you know how you've been playing the Yakuza games. Uh, yes you've been loving um the yakuza games have you played like a dragon yet have you completed like a dragon no because i'm i'm going through them in order all right okay so and and by that i'm playing one and then finishing it and then playing something else and then going back to it so uh i've only done um kiwami so the first one um, i've got zero but i need to get kiwami too but i'm i'm playing um final fantasy remake at the moment Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this probably won't do a lot for you anyway, then. Okay. Um, but the so the whole thing about like a Yakuza like a dragon was the fact that it introduced a brand new hero, so it didn't follow the, yeah. the story of Goro and whatnot. Yes, um, I know. I do know that much. And it's completely different in the terms of combat. So mm-hmm. it's an actual turn-based combat. Um, and apparently, they loved it that much that they've decided. Yes, this is definitely the way we're going to proceed with Yakuza from now on. So right. all all streamline mainline Yakuza titles are going to be all RPG turn-based um, combat. And for people who really still like the old-school style of Yakuza, they're going to be able to get their fix from the Judgment series. So they did like a spin-off, don't know if you know, called Judgment. Yeah, Judge um, Eyes. In Japan, yes. it was called Judge Eyes. Yeah. Um, I, love, I love the badly translated titles. Anyway, go on. So that one is normal. That's mm. um, just like a, a real time. Yeah. And for fans that want to carry on, they're deciding that they're going to do the Judgment series of games with the Yakuza combat, the normal Yakuza combat, not the RPG turn-based one. And for the normal Yakuza titles, the 100% just keeping it um, turn-based from now on because they really like it. Oh, 
apparently it sold so well they were like yep it's definitely been transformed into turn-based rpg now <laughs> yeah well I, I mean i'm not sure that that's why it sold well Mm-mm. i just i, I think people seem really to like not. the style of it and the fact that it was a a new starting point for people so lots of new people could jump into it yeah because i have no problem if i if i see like a dragon for a decent price I, i'll 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 grab it and i'll probably play it before you know before playing the other seven or eight or whatever it is but um mm. but yeah it just it's from everything i've seen it, it it's so different you know that it just i don't know i figure it made people want to jump in on it so yeah i don't know seems seems odd though i i surely after so many installments though they need to you know they should have they should be calling it quits on the the other characters anyway you know and not just go right this is a spin-off just be like this is the the new character we're following yeah oh. mm. yeah definitely i don't know i need to play some more before i get to that point though but um yeah i have, I have too many games that are just sat there now on my uh in my game rack waiting for me to play i'll check you out with your game rack and stuff check me out with my actual console Mm. although i did i finished um i finished radiant historia on the 3ds um and then and then i played uh played through one of the professor layton's or something i just wanted something totally totally different to a ridiculous intense rpg um and then i was like you know what let's put my 3ds down let's pick up my vita and i've started playing persona 4 nice Nice. Not very far yet, and I'm a little confused, but I'm sure it'll start to make more sense as I go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good times, sir. Good times. Yeah, yeah it looks it. But it's very annoying that I know with Persona 5 on the PlayStation 4, you can change the um, the voice to Japanese. You don't have to have the, the dub, do you know what I mean? You can have the sub. Um, but you can't on the v, uh, P, uh, Gold Persona 4. And plus the songs, it sounds like the songs have been uh, sung in English as well. And like, they don't want that. <laughs> want the originals. Right, well, anywho, I think that is the show. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll allow it. Just this once. Thank you. <laughs> right, thank you for listening. And uh, joining me, Reg. It's been a pleasure as always, my most wonderful, fantastic, fantabulous host. Thank you. Same time next week. And I'll see you on Wednesday. See you later. Bye. Bye.